welcome to the Omnicare Infusion Nurse podcast series. We are excited to provide this podcast series for you. Our goal is to touch on relevant infusion topics that will help manage your patients with infusion needs. My name is Susan Schlensog, and I will be your host today. Also joining me on the podcast are Eileen Catalano and Jean Bennett. We are all nurses specializing in the field of infusion therapy with Omnicare, a CVS health company. Welcome, Eileen and Jean. Thank you for having us. Very happy to be here. We often see vancomycin administered to treat patients diagnosed with bacteremia, osteomyelitis, endocarditis, pneumonia, and cellulitis, just to name a few. This podcast will provide a review of the importance of laboratory monitoring and side effects for patients receiving this powerful antibiotic to prevent injury and rehospitalizations. You may have received a call from a pharmacist asking if the results of the vancomycin and creatinine labs are back, and you wondered, why is the pharmacist so concerned with these levels? And why won't they just send me the needed doses? Eileen? Are you able to help with this question? Absolutely. So many medication levels must remain within a certain range in the bloodstream in order to achieve the desired effect. If there isn't enough drug in the bloodstream, the infection won't go away. If the level of medication in the blood goes beyond an acceptable limit, drug toxicity may develop. Vancomycin is primarily eliminated through the kidneys. Permanent kidney damage may occur if vancomycin levels exceed prescriber recommendations. As you mentioned in the introduction, monitoring vanco drug levels is very important, especially in the geriatric population who may have multiple comorbidities, making them more susceptible to injury and rehospitalization. There have been many malpractice cases involving injury or death from patients continuing to receive this medication without proper lab monitoring. Jean, how do we prevent kidney injury while a patient is receiving vancomycin therapy? Monitoring serum creatinine and vancomycin trough levels will determine a safe and therapeutic dose to treat the infection. Serum creatinine levels should always be drawn weekly, and the prescriber may order periodic DUN levels. What exactly is a vancomycin trough, Jean? Well, the trough is the measurement of the drug when it's at its lowest level in the blood. It should be drawn within a 30-minute window before the dose is due to be given. It's also important to know that you do not hold the dose while awaiting lab results. Holding doses when not ordered to be held can result in sub-therapeutic levels. The trough level will determine if changes are needed to the vancomycin dose or frequency. A trough level should be drawn every fourth vancomycin dose until stable. Once stable, the labs can be drawn once a week. I do want to mention that on June 1st of 2020, the American Society of Health System Pharmacists published new vancomycin monitoring guidelines for serious MRSA infections. These new guidelines may require drawing a peak level as well as a trough level. We have not seen this practice applied in our long-term care setting yet since these guidelines are new and have a narrow focus. However, we did want to raise awareness 
that this may be the future of vancomycin monitoring. Peak levels are drawn 30 to 60 minutes after a vancomycin dose has infused, and this will be the highest concentration of vancomycin in the blood. Eileen, what is a normal trough level? Good question. So the typical vancomycin reference range, also called the target trough, is 10 to 20 micrograms per milliliter. Renal toxicity has been correlated with serum vancomycin trough concentrations exceeding 20. However, based on a patient's diagnosis, the prescriber should order a patient-specific target trough. For example, the target trough for a patient with osteomyelitis may be, may be between 15 and 20 because osteomyelitis is a difficult infection to treat, and it will require higher concentrations in the bloodstream. However, a target trough of 10 to 15 may be more appropriate for a patient with cellulitis, typically an easier diagnosis to treat. Well, how do I know what the target trough is for a specific patient? It's determined by the prescriber at the start of therapy and should be included in the signed vancomycin orders. And then this, should, this information should be communicated promptly to the pharmacy. Is timing important when administering vancomycin and drawing vancomycin levels? Absolutely. To ensure consistent drug levels and to obtain accurate lab results, the medication should always be given at the scheduled time every day and the labs should be drawn at the scheduled time. So here's an example of what happens when a lab is drawn at the incorrect time. So we have Mary Smith, who's receiving vancomycin one gram every 12 hours. The doses are due at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. The nurse correctly administers the 9 p.m. dose last night, but today the lab comes at 5.30 a.m. and draws the trough three hours early. This results in a trough level higher than if the lab had been drawn correctly at 8.30 a.m. The prescriber may then inappropriately lower the vancomycin dose and the infection will not be treated properly. So I have an example when the drug isn't administered at the right time. We have this patient, Mary, who is still on the vanco, one gram every 12 hours. The 9 p.m. dose was given last night, but it was given three hours early at 6 p.m. Today, the lab was drawn at the scheduled time at 8.30 in the morning. The lab result will be inaccurate as the trough level will be low. This may cause the prescriber to increase the vancomycin dose and or frequency resulting in potential toxicity. You all mentioned creatinine and BUN earlier. Can you talk about the importance of those labs? BUN and serum creatinine levels evaluate a patient's kidney function. We need to monitor a patient's kidney function closely to prevent permanent kidney damage or even death. If a prescriber looks only at a patient's vancomycin trough level, they're missing half of the picture. For example, it is possible for a patient to have a normal vancomycin trough level but still have an increase in the serum creatinine level. The prescriber must watch for even small increases in creatinine levels, as this might be an early indication of a developing renal issue. So when we were talking about trough levels, what happens if the lab is late in getting to the patient and the vancomycin was hung as uh, uh, ordered on time at 9 a.m.? 
What should the nurse do if the ordered trough level is not obtained? Good question. The nurse really needs to contact the prescriber immediately to get a new date for a trough. It's best to obtain the trough before the very next dose, if possible. It's important to know that if the scheduled trough level is missed three days in a row, the pharmacy may stop the medication. This is to ensure patient safety. As I said earlier, patient injury, deaths, and malpractice suits have occurred due to administering vancomycin without monitoring trough levels and renal function. So what are some of the signs and symptoms of renal damage associated with vancomycin? Symptoms of renal damage and renal failure can vary. Um, they may develop suddenly or slowly or be absent altogether. Symptoms include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, lower back or flank pain, decreased urine output, although occasionally urine output remains normal. Edema, shortness of breath, fatigue, confusion, weakness, and irregular heartbeat. Are there any other side effects related to elevated vancomycin troughs? Yes, uh, ototoxicity, although unusual, can occur with vancomycin. Ototoxicity is more likely to occur if the resident is receiving other medications that can also affect the inner ear or auditory nerve. Tobramycin and gentamicin are two of these drugs. Symptoms of ototoxicity include a feeling of fullness in the ears, a constant ringing or buzzing in the ears, or tinnitus, dizziness or a constant feeling of movement in the surroundings and loss of balance, also called vertigo. Remember to follow the administration instructions on the medication label. The slow administration of vancomycin will minimize the risk of infusion-related reactions. Sometimes I see the physician write on the order, pharmacy to dose. What does that mean? The physician is requesting the pharmacy to monitor the patient's labs and make recommendations for changes in either the vancomycin dose or frequency. The pharmacist will then send written recommendations to the facility for the prescriber to review and sign. If the prescriber is not available to sign those orders, the nurse can obtain a verbal or telephone order to send to the pharmacy. Once the pharmacy receives the signed orders, the medication changes will be implemented. Well, what pieces of patient information is important to share with the pharmacy? Well, initially, the pharmacy will ask for the patient's height and weight, most recent creatinine and vancomycin levels, and dose times. During the course of vancomycin therapy, it's important to let the prescriber and pharmacist know if a patient has missed a dose or has gotten off schedule. The prescriber will take this information into consideration when evaluating the lab results. Eileen and Jean, thank you for sharing the great information we've had today. We've talked about the importance of drawing labs correctly, monitoring lab results and administering vancomycin on time, and we understand the purpose of vancomycin troughs and renal labs. I'd also like to thank our listeners for joining today's podcast. We truly hope that you've learned information that will be helpful in your practice. We look forward to having you tune in for additional podcasts on infusion therapy topics. If you have any questions regarding the information that was discussed on today's podcast, please reach out to your local Omnicare infusion nurse educator.